welcome to Money Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Agatrico Kolocha. The purpose of this podcast is simple, to give listeners a better understanding of money, savings, investing, and personal finance in general. Each episode will break down complex terms in the world of finance to as simple as possible. Today on Money Lesson, we're going to be talking about the art of budgeting, maximizing your money, and minimizing stress. Time and time again, whenever I engage with people and I tell them about budgeting, some people freak out. Some people think that there's no need to budget their money, that they can just um, spend uh, according to how needs come to their table. But the truth is that it's necessary that you have a budget, and um, not having a budget is going to lead you to spending your money carelessly. So no matter how low your income is, even if you think that when you budget is going to make you feel sick, showing you um, lapses or exposing how small your income is, just go ahead and budget. Budgeting is just um, determining how your income is going to be spent in a month. That's just it. Nothing more, nothing less. So, even if your income is very small and you need support from um, maybe a family member or a friend or a relative, whoever you're going to need support for, your budget would show you know, how much support you would require. So the first thing to do is show on a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet can be on a system or on a book, a table on a book showing how the key areas of your welfare are going to be attended to financially. Now, those key areas, number one of them is food. You know, to be alive, you first have to be able to eat food, accommodation, transportation, and then the bills like electricity, waste, security, if you live alone. You can also add clothing, although personally I do not spend money on clothing every month, so I assume that that will be the case for most of us that are listening to me right now, except maybe I'm a millionaire that you can afford to be changing your clothes or buying new clothes every month. So clothing can be a quarterly expense, and then maybe shoes also as other accessories can be quarterly expense, but those monthly expense that are necessary, those things are non-discretionary. You must live in your own house, you must eat, you must spend money on transport to go to work. You know, those are the things that need to be shown clearly on your budgets. Then also, you need to show other expenses like black tax or even offering tithes in church. You know, then you also have to create a room for um, miscellaneous. If your salary is high enough to create room for miscellaneous expenses, please let it show clearly on your budget to say, okay, 20K or 30K for miscellaneous. Maybe a friend just calls you and um, says he needs help. You can, out of that miscellaneous, just take 5K or 10K and send to that person. You know, the need, the need of having a black tax um, area in your budget is so that if your family members or, or 
sisters, brothers, call you to ask for help. You're able to give them money out of that. For me, that's what I do. You know, there's a particular amount of money that I cannot surpass in terms of helping the family in a month and in a quarter. Sometimes I'm lucky enough, nobody calls me to ask for money in a month so I could put it together and make some reasonable amount of money in one quarter. And when maybe my dad or my mom, you know, I decide you know, to support them in some area of their um, welfare, send money to them, it makes sense. So um, if I've spent that much in one quarter, that is the end for that quarter. Anybody else that comes to ask for money would have to wait for the next quarter. If it's in a month that I've spent more than what I've been budgeted for that month, the person will have to wait for the full month. So that's how I determine how my money is spent. So no expense that comes my way is treated urgently without first considering if it was accounted for at the beginning of the month. Right. So budgeting is going to um, help you to limit impromptu expenses, spontaneous expenses. For some of us, what gives us joy is spending our money, you know, spending the money as fast as we earn it. But when you budget, you're going to, it's going to guide you, you know, on not buying things that you should not buy. Even if you tend to do away with your budget, there's another necessary thing you need to do as you have a budget is to track your spending. So for some of us that are just beginning to um, budgets, you need to track your spending every week. So even when you go outside of your budget, during the tracking, you're going to see that, man, this money that I spent on this item, I didn't budget for it, so I shouldn't have planned, I shouldn't have spent it. Then the following week, you will now become more careful or more conscious about your expense. Gradually, you know, you start becoming proficient in sticking to your budget. And then um, it's likely that you will need to be doing the tracking every week. Maybe you can now be doing it every two weeks and from there to every month and so on. Okay, so I have um, five tips here that are going to help you in budgeting, especially if you're a beginner. I hope that these um, tips are going to um, help you to stick to your budget. So aside um, tracking your spending, which I've talked about, um, I have um, one year as creates a realistic budget. So um, sometimes I hear people when I tell um, members to save, some people say, oh, eat first before you start saving or, or eat before you think about saving and all of those kind of funny things I get to hear for reasons why not to save and invest and so on. So when we say save, when we say invest, we're not saying don't eat. We're not saying don't buy yourself nice things. We are saying prioritize things and, you know, spend in a reasonable manner. Now, everybody has different needs. Everybody has different wants. Some of us are staying in a free house. Some of us um, are lucky to have free food as well as a free house. You know, so I don't expect everybody to have um, the same approach towards spending their money. But one thing that is necessary for everyone to do is to create a realistic budget. Your budget should be based on your income and expenses. And you have to be honest with yourself and your spending habits to set um, realistic goals. You know, 
for some people probably you want to go to further your studies in another one year so the way you spend your money is not going to be the same way somebody that um, doesn't have a plan for education in another one year even though you guys have um, same income it's not going to be the same way so it is according to your own needs according to your own set goals either short term or long term that you determine what or how to spend money on yourself so like i said earlier in creating your, in your realistic budget you have to consider your essential needs your rent the feeding you know feeding will um, look at groceries food stuff then utilities things that you need you need electricity you need to pay for internet you need to buy airtime you need to um, waste beer and so on then you need to transport yourself to and fro from work you know, I've seen that some people, their salary, bulk of it, <laughs> is being spent on transportation, but they don't know. So what this budgeting is going to do for you is to expose areas where you are misappropriating funds, or what would I say, overspending, right? So some people spend more money on transportation than they spend on their rents monthly. So if you start budgeting, that is going to expose to you, I mean, why am I spending so much on transport? I should just look for a house maybe a bit closer to work. Or I could find a house and share it with a friend so that I move closer to work and I can reduce, you know, the time I spend on commuting, money I spend on transportation, and also stress. Because sometimes the reason why some of us cannot pursue our own personal goals is that we come back from home tired, you know, because we have spent two, three hours on the traffic returning back to the house. So when you set this budget, it's going to give you the awareness that, man, see, this area that I'm spending this money, I think I should stop. Let me um, hold back this money so that I can use it to do, uh, attend to a long-term project or even a short-term project. Right. So in setting your budget, it does not mean that you will not put money aside for enjoyment or entertainment. No. That's where, again, a lot of people misunderstand me. I won't say that any time that you should not enjoy your money, but you have to enjoy your money with sense. I'm going on a um, short trip um, in a couple of days, and um, that has been planned that this um, Easter I'm going to spend some money on myself. So it's planned expense, though it's going to be fun of entertainment and purposes, you know. It has been planned that in this quarter one, I'm going to, you know, do this kind of um, expense and it's going to cost so, so and so amount of money and it's not going to exceed a certain amount of money. So as we plan, I'm going out of my way now to spend that money. I've budgeted for it and so if I make that expense and I come back, cut that through, I don't expect to repeat that same similar kind of expense on, that, on entertainment. No, quarter three, two, no. So for a very long time, at least six months, I'm not going to repeat that kind of major expense for fun. So, and even for me, self, it's not even my salary I'm going to be using because um, there are other sources of um, income. You know, so just be careful to, even if it's your salary, there's no harm spending a part of it for enjoyment. You know, there, when I was talking about how to live below your expense, I said you don't need to party every weekend. You don't need to hang out with the boys every weekend. You can do that once a month. And if you haven't able to restrict yourself, constrain yourself, that money can put together in one quarter to make sense. 
haven't gone out in um, a long time now where I actually go and spend, you know, some good bucks on myself. In fact, since the year began, so I've not been spending on myself on going out, hanging out with the friends and, um, and so on. You know, so if, I'm, if I decide not to spend in one quarter, you know, it's not going to really affect my um, finance compared to other people that, you know, have been going outside to enjoy life every week. Number two, automate your savings. Now, I talk about paying yourself first all the time, and this is necessary to help those of us that struggle with keeping to our budgets to be able to separate money for saving before overspending and spending money that we should save or invest. So, good thing now, we have um, fintech apps that can debit our accounts immediately, our salary is paid. So you do not need to um, have to separate this money manually yourself because sometimes doing it can um, be bothersome, can be stressful, can make you feel worried. Ah, this money I'm putting away, would I be able to live on the balance of my income for the rest of the month and so on. So just automate your savings. It makes it very easy. It even makes you now to stick to your budget more because you won't have any extra money to you know throw around. When people come running, borrow me money, then no, I don't have money to borrow, and so on. So number three is have an accountability partner. In a goal like this, it's good that you do it with somebody. It can be your sister, it can be your friend, or whoever you live with. So you can be accountable for each other. Whenever you want to spend money on buying something you saw on social media, you tell the person about it, you say, did you plan for it? Did you budget for it? You know? And the person is able to, you know, knock some sense into you because sometimes we can forget that we actually have a budget and become carried away by what we see with our eyes, you know. So it's necessary to have an accountability partner that would always keep you in check of how your money is being spent. Then another tip is to review your budget regularly. Now, no matter how realistic you must have set your budget at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of the year, uh, necessary that you review that budget because cost of living in Lagos or in Nigeria is not fixed. Some things would have gone up over the period of time, so it's good that you check to see areas that you should either increase or areas you should reduce, and then so on. So the last but not the least on this um, episode is to be patient. Now, no new habit can be built to 100% in one go. You need to be patient in forming these new habits of using a budget. And it takes time and effort to actually develop good financial habits. So don't expect that once you set these budgets this month or for next month, that you're going to score 100%. No. The goal is not to score 100%. The goal is to improve how you spend your money. So even if the improvement is 10%, it is better than 0%. I often tell people that investing $10 is better than investing $0. The same way with budgeting is better than not budgeting at all. No matter how miniature your budgeting is or how mediocre your budgeting is, it will, in one way or the other, improve your personal finance compared to somebody that does not do any form of budgeting. So, and... Um, for a beginner, how you can start budgeting is very easy. 
you don't need to go through complex budgeting apps or, or budgeting sheets. You could just open a simple sheet um, and um, divide your income according to your needs, to your wants, and saving and investing. I usually recommend for low-income earners to dedicate 50% of their um, income for needs. Now, if 50% of your income cannot take care of your needs, that is your shelter, your accommodation, your food, and bills, that means there's a problem. There's, a, there's, a, there's an issue that needs immediate attention. And that is one of the advantages of budgeting. So you now know that you need to increase your income because you are spending more than 50% on your immediate needs. Now, the other 50% that is left, you can now decide to um, spend on maybe things that make you happy, maybe 20%. I encourage for people that are young as well, instead of doing 30% for once, you can even do 15% for your wants. Now, delaying this gratification gives you the opportunity to save and invest more money. So the other 35% that is left of your income will not be for saving and investing. And you'll see that in the long run, you'll be better off than somebody that spends his or money buying the latest iPhone today or the latest um, shoe or the latest bag or the latest hair. Right. Delaying immediate gratification as time and time again shown that it is one of the best way to build wealth. Okay, so till I talk to you again, thanks for listening and keep listening to uh, messages like this because building financial habits does not happen in one day. Bye for now.